Welcome to The Lively Show. Let's explore the beauty of being alive. Hello, my friends, and welcome to today's show. I am so excited to be doing something unusual and new for us with this episode. We are going to coin a new holiday, as if there aren't enough holidays already in the season. The festive season, actually, as I've learned that the Brits call it, I think that's so cute, or the holiday season, as the Americans call it. But either way, whatever holidays you are celebrating or are not celebrating this holiday, we have a new one, which I love because it's kind of the meta holiday of all the holidays, or none of the holidays, as you see fit. We're calling it Alignmas. Alignmas, Alignmas, Alignmas. Alignmas, A-L-I-G-N-M-A-S, is the holiday of alignment. So taking this season and this time where so many people find it celebrating and amazing and they go all elf on it, or they also sometimes people find it depressing and stressful. Whatever the case is, we hope that this month becomes more aligning for you. And by that, I mean more aligned to what actually matters most to you and what actually feels most most joyful to you about this month and these experiences. And even if that is not celebrating those at all and make it a completely unique and perfect for you holiday that has nothing to do with it, or maybe it's working hard this month instead of not working at all, or maybe it's not working at all instead of working hard, whatever it is, whatever it is, may it be aligning to you. That is our idea for this. So before I get into this, I wanna say at the end, I'm gonna share a little alignment gift we have for you with Team Lively. So I'll share more about that later. But in the meantime, let's go into what alignments might look like and why you might choose to make an alignments version of Christmas or alignments version of Hanukkah or alignments version of Kwanzaa, whatever other holidays that I'm not even aware of. Whatever it is, make up your own holiday, choose to celebrate them, skip them entirely, but make it aligning. Do what feels good and aligning to you. You're ultimately the celebrator or non-celebrator of anything that you choose. So please go into yourself and find what feels best, most joyful, relaxing, and aligning to you. Choose your own holidays. So whether you love the very, very, very traditional and classic Hanukkah or Christmas or Kwanzaa, or whether you like a more alternative version or a mashup of your own, please consider if you got to choose your own holiday and do it exactly your way, what would it look like? What would feel most aligning to you? And then see if you can adapt that most aligning to you version into this reality. What would you do in terms of decorating the way you truly want? Would you decorate it all? Would you do a tree this year? Would you not do a tree this year? Would you do the traditional Hanukkah meals this year? Would you not? Would you, what would you do? And do it exactly what's right for you. For me this year, I have three wreaths hanging in my window and I love them. They are so pretty and I love looking at them and they're exactly what I want for this year. But that doesn't mean I need to do a Christmas tree. In the past, I've had many Christmas trees and this year, it's just the wreaths. That's what feels most aligning for me. When it comes to gifting, gift to who and gift them what you want to give. Instead of thinking so much about everybody else having to meet expectations of others, what would feel most aligning for you? What gifting versions or variations would you choose? Celebrate in the sense of like the elements of these holidays that matter most to you. Maybe it's more focusing on the friendship aspect of the holidays instead of the family aspect. Or maybe it's more family than friends. Or maybe it's more just about you because you're living alone like me. 
<laughs> you're gonna maybe be alone that day. That's how I will probably celebrate it if a friend doesn't invite me to something different. And if that's the case, how will you align in a joyful way that is truly making you feel joyful? no matter what anyone else in the world is choosing to do that day. Connect to who and to how you want. Go to the parties you do or you don't you want. And when it comes to you know visiting family, I know a lot of people have families they're visiting and social expectations on that front. I just wanted to share as a reminder something that someone once asked me a question in one of the inner voice Q&As. They asked me because they were an adult living or spending time with their parents and they found it hard to be around them. And they asked my inner voice what to do. And I always remember what my her voice said, which was be as close as you can and still be kind. So be as close in the family dynamic or friendship dynamic or work dynamic, as long as there's still kindness. Whenever it gets to a point where there can't be kindness anymore, it's time to take space. So if you can be two states away, be two states away and still be kind or two days with them and still be kind two days, two weeks, two weeks, two months, two months, two years, two years, whatever it is, as long as there's still kindness, whenever it gets to a point of toxicity in either direction, obviously I'm guessing most people are more concerned about toxic going kind of at them from other family members that might be a little bit less aware at this point in their reality or have a little more bean bags in them, then just make sure that you get as close to them as you can while there's still kindness being shared. And when it's hit a point where it's not kind anymore, it's not productive anymore to be there. There's nothing gained by being around someone that's being abusive or verbally stressful to anyone. So that was something I wanted to share when it comes to those types of obligations and expectations. Alignments might look like getting a hotel or an Airbnb for you and your family to stay nearby to a family, but not even necessarily stay in the same place as other family members. If that's what you need to feel wonderful and aligned, may that be so. It's always better, even if their minds have uh, of other family members have different expectations or belief systems, at the end of the day, the joy of you coming in aligned and refreshed and in a joyful place versus being stressed and bringing in, you know, something that might end up becoming more toxic in the end is not anyone's ultimate ideal. So I know there might be some family politics that need to be navigated, but just know your inner voice has the guidance that you need, even on some sticky subjects like that type of thing. And maybe you like have the kids stay at the house and you guys stay and come and dip in and out, something like that, whatever it is. Feel free to be creative and to really choose with your own sovereign choice what you actually want rather than feeling like you're a slave to others' expectations. Because in most cases, the expectations of others usually come through words that they say. And ultimately, those words come from their mind and their own belief systems, which are ultimately not necessarily how their own inner voices even see the same subject. Because <laughs> if they're coming from a stressful place, they're usually not coming from their own inner voice. But you have your own inner voice to guide you into the best and highest of what to say, what not to say, where to stay, if it's about kind of traveling for the holidays or not, all those good things. Your inner voice has your back. It has your alignment. It has your best wishes at heart. It is also you and your highest. So please remember to go down into yourself when it comes to all of these holiday decisions and traditions, which ones you're going to carry on, which ones you're going to update, and just do in this now moment the best and highest way for you. So if you would kind of want to ask the question, what would I need to change so this month feels joyful instead of stressful? What would I need to change so that this month feels joyful instead of stressful? It's such a simple 
thing. The entire you know, rhetoric of this month is supposed to be joy. But then what you hear people talk about is how stressful or busy this holiday is. So what would you need to change so that it actually is the intended joy? Maybe it's doing a lot less than actually is um, available. Maybe it's doing more of what's actually available. For me, this month being joyful, I love, obviously, as you guys know, outfitting. And I love that London loves a good sequin and a good sparkle. And I'm excited to find opportunities to wear these joy outfits to different things because to me the dressing of the holiday season is an outfitting event is very fun so that would be joyful but if somebody else has a really busy work schedule and three different children to balance and two different families to deal with when they go traveling that might not be the most delighting thing whatsoever and so everybody getting to choose what is the way that they want to celebrate in their best and highest is really I think more than ever in our time in history this is the time to seize the do your own holiday your way kind of thing. So many traditions and so many expectations have been broken down by so many different facets of our reality, especially in the last three years and so many different facets of life. This is the chance now to really then look at with a hard look, like what is a holiday in this month looking like for you? What isn't it looking like for you? What does it really mean to you now? Does something like Christmas still mean so much the religious undertones that it previously had or does it not? Does it look more like Santa or does it not? What does this stuff look like for us? This is actually a new era of time. And so of course, we're gonna be looking at these holidays and going, what is actually useful out of these and what isn't? And just do what feels good because I think I've learned that through all of my travel years that I was spending so many years, six of the last eight, in different places in the world that often had different versions of holidays, didn't celebrate the holidays, or were celebrating different holidays than I knew before. So I was kind of constantly in a place that was or wasn't doing it the way I was traditionally raised to do holidays. And so it really showed me that they're all arbitrary and that they all don't ultimately matter any more than the significance that we give them. So choosing the significance that gives you joy and actual alignment from the inside out is obviously the most logical, aligning, healthy, productive, abundant thing to do. So please consider this in yourself. I'm going to give an example for myself when it comes to these things. Some of the stuff, by the way, they might, you might be the most elfy person on the planet and you might love Christmas. Like I used to be a hardcore Christmas person. And in my year, early childhood and in my 20s, and even when I was married, I was all about every single tradition when it came to Christmas. I loved it. And I think I probably would even have loved <laughs> the idea of like the busyness of the holiday season. I think I would have just loved doing it and then dropped some of the things that weren't important. But there was also a different holiday or set of rituals and expectations that I didn't have nearly the same belief system about, and that was weddings. So when it came to weddings, as a little girl, I never imagined or visualized my wedding. I never thought about a wedding dress. I always cared about my, my home would look like when I was older, but never my wedding. And so when it came to getting married, as I did back in when I was like 27, 28, I decided with my partner at the time, my husband, that we would do it the way we wanted. We had a budget in mind with the money that we had, and we also decided it would be incredible, life-changing and wonderful if we could go do our honeymoon in Paris. But we realized with the budget we had for the wedding, we did not have a honeymoon in Paris budget as well. So as we looked at the money that we had, we instead decided to change everything about the wedding so that it was as aligning, without me having the word yet in mind, as possible. And I will say, 
doing it this way, I was nervous that if I did it this way as a wedding, that I might later look back and wish that I did it the traditional way that Americans celebrate weddings. However, I can tell you, having gone through the system, gone through the experience, looked back on it during our marriage, after our marriage, I have never in one day after this wedding ever looked back and ever wished I did it differently. I love that we did everything that was truly aligning to us. So if we can do it in a wedding, (laughs) maybe you could do it in your holiday, basically, is all of this to say. But I'll just share some fun things on the wedding front. And if anyone's getting married or thinking about getting remarried or what have you, I don't know if this will be inspiring at all, but I'm just going to share it because it was truly an example of being aligned and not necessarily doing anything that the traditions had offered that we didn't find joyful. So what we did is imagine, if you will, we didn't think about it this much, but basically what we did do is put every you know wedding tradition on the table And then we picked like a buffet what we actually wanted on our wedding plate. And so here's what we chose on our wedding plate. We eloped to Paris, which was what our big idea was. We'll like elope and have the honeymoon in Paris. And why not do the wedding in Paris at the same time? We can afford to do both. So we eloped to Paris and we brought two friends with us, our photographer and officiant who happened to be our friends, Kim and Scott, and they married and took the photographs. And then they were with us for a few days. And then they went back to Chicago and we stayed on for another week or week and a half in Paris. We stayed in a beautiful, fancy hotel on the Champs-Élysées, loved it so much. We did that. Then when it came to gifts for each other, because we weren't spending all the money on the arrangements, the efficient, any of those normal expenses. I don't even know all the expenses that go into a regular wedding, but we, since we weren't spending any of the money on that, what we did do is give each other mega presents to one another. So he got the fanciest coffee maker he could want, and I got a thousands and thousands of dollars worth wardrobe budget, which we knew we would have ultimately have spent on flowers had we had a normal wedding. And this wardrobe budget I loved so much because at the time I was still in those early days of my jewelry business and everything else. So I didn't have the biggest budget in my life for wardrobe ever at that point, but I now had thousands of dollars I could spend any way I wanted. And it would include the dress for my wedding. So when I was given this budget, it was like, yeah, spend as much as you want on the dress. Spend it, spend, you know, thousands of dollars on the dress if you want. You just won't have any money for anything else. And I was very wise, little girl. Uh, well, younger person, I decided I did not care about the dress. I was like, the dress is going to be worn for a few hours. I'm going to get some photos in it. I'm never probably going to wear it again. So I don't want to spend a lot of money on that. And I also knew I was going to be getting married in a public place. When we landed in Paris, we didn't even know where we were going to get married. So the first day we were jet lagged, just running around Paris, trying to find a location that we felt right. And we decided on the Luxembourg Gardens. It was so beautiful. The photos, my dad always said, it looked like a fairy tale because it looked like we had booked out the palace that's next to the Luxembourg Gardens, even though we certainly didn't. We just did it on the side of the path. We picked a little spot and we did the photos. It was just had the little ceremony. Our parents sent us letters with us that we took in our bags and we opened the letters and read them as our little readings during the ceremony. It was very emotional because my parents slid some photos of my childhood I had never seen before. So memories I didn't know happened. And I was just crying and crying over that. It was so beautiful. I loved the whole thing. It was so fun, personal, just for us. What really mattered was us telling each other the vows. It was just perfect. So then with this budget though, with this wardrobe, let's go back to that. So I spent like $200, I think, on a short bridesmaid's dress in ivory from J. Crew because J. Crew was my favorite store at the time. Then I got some blue wedding shoes because I knew I was gonna see my shoes as I didn't want a big dramatic gown while I was gonna be somewhere 
like a park, which is actually what happened. So I had these beautiful little blue shoes. I had this very simple, but very elegant little short white dress. And then I had my grandmother's purse and her jewelry on as well. And it just, it was so perfect. And then I took all the rest of those thousands of dollars because I barely spent any money on that outfit. And then I put it all to an actual wardrobe I get to wear every day after that. And even all the clothes I brought to the place, I was just so excited to have this new wardrobe for the first time in my life after, you know, being on such a budget with my jewelry company all those years before. It was just such a joy. Obviously, we did the honeymoon in Paris, and we did still include our families in the process. We just did it in the way that suited us. So we got married in August, and actually one of the details is my husband, his birthday was also in August. So I surprised him with a French cooking class, and he's a huge foodie, and he loved that class. I think it was probably his favorite thing of the whole wedding trip was the Paris cooking class that I got to celebrate and surprise him with when we got there. So it's just perfect. We just did everything that we wanted. We didn't have a registry because we were going to buy everything we wanted for ourselves. So basically we didn't do any of that normal stuff that people do. And what we did do instead is in November, because I was still at that time, my alignment was very traditional Thanksgiving, you could say, and very traditional Christmas back then. So I definitely still wanted to celebrate those holidays as we would have in my younger years growing up. But we invited both of our families to our new Chicago apartment. So once we got done with our wedding in August, we moved, I think, around September into our new apartment. And from September, October, I was decorating our house. So excited for our apartment to be um, seen by our families for our Thanksgiving celebration of our wedding that had already happened. So our families came together. They got to see the house that we were living in or this apartment that we were living in at the time. I was so excited because decorating, as we know, was my favorite thing. So I got to share what I really cared about and what I really loved with my family and his family, which was our apartment and one of our other, to ice it all off, the icing on the wedding cake, you could say, was our puppy. We had, as a wedding gift from my parents, a Westie puppy that we named Ben Franklin. And they got to meet Franklin. They got to see the apartment. They got to spend several days with us. We spent a fraction of the money on anything that would have been traditional wedding. We had like one nice dinner out, and then we had the family over for appetizers and, you know, that kind of hangout stuff, good times in our apartment. It just, it was perfect. It was everything that we wanted. We got more time with people. We spent way, 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 like a third of the price of what we would have probably had to spend to have a traditional type of wedding to do all of this, to do the weekend with the family over Thanksgiving, to do the the trip to Paris, like all of it got to be exactly what we wanted it to be. Now, if I had been a traditionalist as alignment for weddings, I wouldn't have done any of this. I would have done, I guess, a traditional wedding, but that wasn't my alignment. So if traditional weddings are your jam, then have a traditional amazing alignment wedding. And then if Christmas is not your jam at all, then don't celebrate Christmas. It's really about picking and choosing what feels most aligning to you and then having the courage to joyfully celebrate it and ask people to support you in it. And if they don't, that's okay. But what you're gonna do, live for them or live for your alignment? Where are we coming from here, right? Are we coming from within ourselves? Are we coming from the expectations of others' minds? It really is a choice we have to make. And ultimately, everyone's in a different situation, but I 
can just be as one friend to another. I've been doing this for long enough now that people just know that I'm this way. And so they kind of don't expect me to be different. And that is pretty nice, I have to say. But it's kind of come from the courage to stand up for what matters to me that people trust that. You know, I'm very clear with my what matters. And I think because people know that I'm not like wishy-washy or overly worried, then they kind of respect it and they kind of just let it be what it is. So in case that's helpful for anyone, just want to share that. And now, as I said, we have a team alignment gift for you. So if you want, we have a offer for today until December 11th. So you'll notice all the alignment of this aligned gift for you if you want to choose to use it. It's from now, from the December 1st until December 11th, we have the code alignment, A-L-I-G-N-M-A-S. Alignment is a code. If you use it for any of our self-paced classes between now and the 11th, you're going to get 22% off the classes. But not only will you get 22% off, you're also going to get two logins. You're going to be able to gift one of these classes. You're going to be able to gift the class to yourself and to your family member or friend or whoever you want to gift this to. So if you've already taken one of these classes and you want to gift it as a gift, you can also gift it then twice. So you can give it to two different people. Choice is yours. If you've already got the class yourself, give it to two friends. If you haven't taken the class, you and the friend can take it together. It's all, like I said, using the code alignment. If you're curious, the class is offered. It's all of our self-paced courses, which includes Empowered, which is that overcoming the victim victimizer story class we did this year. We have Bella Vita, which has been super popular and super requested lately um, as far as how to create your own world inside of your own reality. Unlimited Aligned Abundance is all about that abundance and how to have it from an inner voice aligned state. Embodied Alignment is how to use your inner voice and connection to your intuition to eat, move, and live with a natural body and alignment without over obsessing from your mind. We have Expanding Awareness Bundle and the Alignment Bundle, which have different grouped classes like C-School, Flow with Intention, Playtime, Invoice, you name it. There's a lot of classes in those bundles. You can get the discount 22% off of those if you want to. There's the Flowing Up series, which is the audio series I did about my travel and the Collective Collective recordings as well. So if you want to get some beautiful wisdom from the Collective channel by Annie Francoeur, that's also available. Again, you're going to get 22% off them, but you're also going to get two of them. So you get 22% off and you get two, one for you and one for a friend or two for friends. Choice is yours. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, may something wonderful happen to you today. Mm -hmm.